You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. I don't think you could even stop the stampeding stampede of Oiler Nation right now that they're going to the Stanley Cup. And as we said the other day, good for them. If this is the 80s Oilers, great. I've spoken with Grant Fear about his lofty goals against average. And Grant said, five Stanley Cups, who cares about goals against them? If the orders are going to win 8-7, and we're okay with that, then Mike Smith's your guy. This is the Rod Peterson Show. We're rolling into hour two of the RP Show. We're coming at you from uh, Calgary, Alberta, the Sheraton Eau Claire Suites. They've just been fantastic. And I'm going to tell you something. People are in a far better mood today than they were yesterday. And today continues to be a win because Mark, the maintenance guy here, Fix my mic stand. I don't have to sit here and hold it. We are back to normal here on the RP Show, but we'll be back on the jet and out of here and later on here an hour or two. Brought to you by Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm. We'll tell you where we'll be broadcasting from tomorrow. Producer Clark told me just coming out of the break that the moose was on his way back into the bunker. Do we, do we have the moose? We got him. How you doing, moose? Yeah, I'm good. I'm great. Have you talked to your mom this morning? I have not, but I see she's uh, okay. entered the chat. I was going to say, Paula DuPont <laughs> has entered the chat. And she has just said, you guys are great today, as usual. Rod, I never get tired of hearing your stories. You're amazing. Thank you, Paula. I don't feel like I told any stories in hour one, really. A, and B, she does get tired of hearing my stories. Because remember Friday night at the Cure Kitchen and Bar at the Sipe Awards? You and I were, and your mom turned around and went, shut up. You guys stop it. Remember that? Yeah, I do. She didn't say shut up. She's like, you guys stop it. Me and Moose were sitting in the corner. So she does get tired of hearing my story. She did that night. <laughs> exactly. That's funny. Uh, furthermore, hey, the sun's come out. Pete, see this? Yes. Peeked around the corner here. So as you said, lean forward in your chair. Where would I be without you guys? I know. We got you. Allie is watching from uh, Edmonton on Game Plus TV from the 780. And she says, morning, RP show. Kevin and I are very happy with you and Darren promoting the CFL and all other sports. RP show is a sports gem slash perfect mix of everything. Keep doing what you're doing. It's awesome. Sadly, we aren't able to be at McMahon for the big game as Kev's working. Otherwise, we'd be for sure. Go Riders. 
And to be honest, I was hoping to spend a few days kind of soaking up the Calgary sports atmosphere and kind of getting ready for this big game Saturday night, Stamps and Riders. But I haven't really, I mean, I was here to speak to the FMC group last night. And like I told you, there wasn't any talk about the game Saturday. They yeah. just wanted to hear the hits. They wanted to hear, uh, to, for instance, I did a 25-minute keynote. And then it was Q&A the rest of the time, Moose. So, for like, another hour, literally. And yeah. when we talked about the 13th man incident in the 2009 Grey Cup, we went all around the room and everybody told their perspective of the 13th man incident. How cool is that? That's really neat. You don't get that opportunity very often to do something like that. So that's really cool. No. So it was, but there was one lady there from Ottawa, and she was like, the what? The who? The 13? What? So we had to bring her up to speed. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, looking at our videos uh, coming in from Calgary today, says, the nicest thing about downtown Calgary these days is plentiful parking. A few years back, it was difficult, but it is ominous. Well, we've gone through a little bit of a metamorphosis over the last few months, if I may, Darren, in that um, I'm not looking too far into things. I'm not going to look too far into the Calgary economy. Nope. Staying out of that in Calgary politics. I'm staying out of the CFL financial thing because I was with a league forefather the other day, and he was telling me that things aren't good in the Canadian Football League financially. And I'm like, well, you know, the CFL just wants us to watch the games and not really look behind the curtain. And I'm not going to look behind the curtain other than to read this message from Ward from the 204, who is incidentally watching in Winnipeg on Game Plus TV. Hi, guys. With no vaccines, no CFL season this year, no fans in the stands. So take that, anti-vaxxers. Yeah. I'm darn sure I'm not going to get into back and forth on that. But I I wanted to bring this up with Arash, and I don't know if you saw the interview with Arash. James Wilder went on Twitter this morning and basically said he's isolated from his family. He is fully vaccinated. He's followed all the rules. He's like, why am I still the problem? And then he, him, and then he tagged me, and he said, but I'm not complaining. Rod Peterson influenced that. And it's with regards to yesterday's statement on the show where I said, can you just stop bitching and be happy that you're playing because a year ago you weren't playing at all. It's similar to these people that are still upset. Like James in Border Manitoba writes and he says, I can't believe that the Jets had no other option but to play a home game at the same time as the Bombers. James, were you not listening? The Jets don't care about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They just don't. And in the summer of 2020, we had no sports at all for four months. Now, listen, I'm not saying my approach, Darren, is right. I just don't like to complain. But I, I, the point I'm getting to here is I don't think it's government restrictions that James Wilder's referring to. He's referring to CFL restrictions. He's like, I've done everything you asked. How come we're still locked down? Sort of, the, sort of like the Robin Leonard argument, right? Yeah. But I don't think the National Hockey League restrictions and protocols are much different than the Canadian Football League. Apparently, they had a huge outbreak with the Pittsburgh Penguins today. Tristan Jari's going into protocol. And uh, is it Jeff Carter going into protocol with the Pittsburgh Penguins? 
Uh, so I guess my like you and I have been able to travel this country freely. I've been back and forth to the states. I've been following all the rules, but CFL players are still following the rules, but they're subject to CFL rules that are different than what you and I are. And that's what I think he's complaining about. Fair? Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, we didn't have sports 18 months ago, and now we're complaining because there's too many sports on the same day. Too much. So what? Can you just slow back? I didn't, I didn't ask. You agree with it, me there? You agree oh, with on. me on that one? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, it is tough. You know, you don't want to see your teams play in the same community on the same day, and you'd like them to work together. But sometimes you have to understand this is the reality. They're not really worried about the other team in the other league right now. They're worried about getting their games on. So not as big of a deal. I don't know. I'm not. Out to be. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm right, but I saw our good friend, Hustler Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talk, just tweeting this morning. He's like, I'm still mad the Jets and Bombers are staying playing at the same time. Well, one thing that I've learned in my other career, you are not going to convince somebody of something that they don't want to be convinced about. And uh, we all know that. But, you know, just back to James Wilder Jr. of the Edmonton Elks. Here's the exact tweet. He says, if you're not vaxxed, you get a COVID test every 72 hours. Doesn't go in public isolates for four months from the general public, including from my own kids and fam, without complaining. If you're vaccinated, you never test unless you're feeling sick. You get to go out in public. You go to restaurants, isolated from absolutely nobody. But I'm the risk? I'm sorry. I'm just a dumb hayseeds double jumper, Darren. What is, what is he saying here? I don't really know, to be honest. You know, um, okay, yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't know where <laughs> you want to go. Do you want to get into it? <laughs> we could really get into it, but I mean, people well, just want to complain. And the other side of it too is is the people who aren't vaxxed. I mean, you have to do what you think is right, and you have to do what's what's best for you and your family and the people around you. And if being healthy and not getting a shot is what's best for you, that's great. But the leaders and the people in control feel that it's not the best interest of the masses. So we're not going to let you into the football stadium. You might be healthy. You might be eating all the fruits and vegetables and working out and doing all that stuff. But we can't take that risk. Happy for you to not get vaccinated and, you know, stay in your circle and and go about your business. But I can't put you in a stadium with 50,000 people. That's... Well, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm looking now at some of the replies that James and they're saying kind of hard to understand where you're coming from. Are you vaxxed or unvaxxed? Right. Um... Renee says he's clearly unvaccinated. So let me just say this. I'm loath to talk about this. I'll spend 30 more seconds on it than move on to stuff that we'd rather talk about. But what I did discuss last night with the sales crew at FMC Group afterwards when I was having that big old steak, depending on who, you know, what your belief is, if coronavirus, COVID was man-made, made in a lab or natural, or there's an agenda behind it, who knows what your conspiracy theory is? I'm pretty sure Scott Moe and Jason Kenny aren't behind it. Okay? So they're doing what's best for the public and, and probably for that matter, Justin Trudeau and Joe Biden. You know, they're doing, trying to keep people safe and get us back playing again. So I, I, now that I read it, and it takes me a while, James Wilder Jr. is unvaccinated. So he's basically saying, I'm unvaxxed. That's my decision, but I'm not complaining about it. But you are complaining, James. But you are.
So, anyways, on that Jets-Bombers thing, Jeff Cabellos watching in Winnipeg says, I'm going to sound like a broken record here. I don't think the NHL cares about the CFL. And I appreciate you saying that, Jeff. You are completely correct. And with that... And this is... Yeah, go ahead. 11, go ahead. It's 11-11. It's 11-11. I just looked down at my phone. I just How looked down. Portal of opportunities opening. Are you paying attention? Are you going to walk through the door of opportunity? It's entirely up to you. Oh, boy. Tacona Powley watching in Winnipeg says, uh, Breaking news, Mark Shifley's in COVID protocol. If that's the breaking news, because mm-hmm. an hour ago, we're like, if Shafley tests positive, he's playing tonight for the Jets. Looks like, did he test positive? Is that the word out of Winnipeg? Oh, my God, this is such a 2020 argument. By the way, uh, it's funny. From the Puck and Pigskin podcast in Calgary, he says, while we're bitching, can't the NHL figure out not to have the Flames and Orders playing at the same time some nights? We'd get more viewers if they played at different times. I hope he's doing that tongue-in-cheek. I really hope that he's doing that tongue-in-cheek. The Flames and Orders playing at the same time on the same night is not a new thing. For the love of God. Have people gone completely mad? I know. It was pointed out to me that it is a full moon. And it's lasting for a couple of days. I wanted to point that out. So the fact that everybody's acting completely on another planet, it is a full moon currently. Uh, The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is this. What's the NHL's biggest surprise so far this year? Your options are the Jets and Habs being winless. You can throw the Flames and Blackhawks in there too. And ha- yeah, um, the Buffalo Sabres being 3-0. and Or the fact that Drew Doughty and Anze Kopitar have 15 points combined through three games. Or other. And running away with it on Twitter, it's the Sabres at 3-0. and as we pointed out last hour, Dustin Tokarski, their starting goaltender, leads the National Hockey League in goals against average at .92 goals against a game. You want, That's why I think goalies should be the highest played, paid players in the sport. What's the Facebook results, guys? Do you have them? Oh, for some reason, 80, 87% 57. Clark says. Oh, 57%. Okay. Well, they're still leading the fact that the Buffalo Sabres are 3-0. and um, I'll read a couple of uh, comments, then we'll jump back into that. Chris Bird watching in King City, Ontario. I was wondering where you were, Chris, because I will jump into some CFL actual game talk in, in a moment. But he says, and unfortunately, James Wilder Jr. has left the trail of bad feelings and complaints behind him. Amazing athlete doesn't always give the team first impression. Ah, I'm just reading his comment. I'm not going to comment on that. On YouTube from... The account, the number one edgehead, says, Brutal that Jack Hughes is out for a bit. Was looking like he took that next step and was leading the league by a high margin of takeaways. Jack Hughes injured uh, for the New Jersey Devils, and he will be missing significant time. Um, Wayne in Victoria says, It's so sad that we have to talk about COVID every day. I'm sure Rod and Darren would be happy to not talk about it. Well, (laughs) I... It is the last thing that I want to talk about is COVID, but it's 
continuing to affect all of our lives negatively. It's unbelievable. Um, I said that I was reading the uh, game notes. Let's get back on track, okay, with some fun CFL talk. Moose, what do you say? Mm-hmm. Friday night it. football, okay? Friday night football, it is the Argonauts and the Alouettes. And this is what the CFL will have you know. The Ar- Both teams are on three-game win streaks. The Argos have won three in a row for the first time since September 2017. The last time the Toronto Argonauts have won four in a row was 2013. Last week, the Alouettes recorded a team record, tying 10 sacks. Last week against the Ottawa Red Blacks. McLeod Bethel-Thompson, the starting quarterback for the Argos. A look at his career stats shows an amazing touchdown-interception ratio of 7-0. to zero. Of his 24 career interceptions, none have come against the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, he currently has a streak of multiple touchdown passes in three consecutive games. How about Macbeth, by the way? And Matthew Schiltz, the starting quarterback. Schiltz Creek for the Montreal Alouettes. From the game notes, made the most of his third career start last week, recording his first win, and with a career-best 281 passing yards, he recorded two long gains of 50-plus yards, and in the fourth quarter completed six of seven passes to seal the win over Ottawa. So there's some football talk for you. I uh, read that and screenshotted it as I was walking across the street to Good Earth to grab another coffee here this morning. So you know what? Lost in the shuffle of the madness that has been this week is some pretty exciting CFL games this week. Now, I just feel like there isn't a gigantic buzz across the land. What are you feeling? Yeah, not a big one. But you know what? I was thinking about this yesterday, too, and We've been kind of sitting here in a bit of a lull in the CFL and, and, you know, not paying attention to these games as closely as we would be normally. And, and I'm wondering why. And I, and I feel like once we get down to elimination games, playoff positioning right at the end here, and then we get into the playoffs, I think it's going to hit really fast. I think we're going to go from zero to 100. I really do. I think we're going to go from ho-hum, oh, that happened on the weekend, oh, there's a game tonight, and not really paying a lot of attention to it because of so many other things happening, to the playoffs happening, and us just going, like as a fan base across the country, going to, okay, here it is, here we go, I'm into this like a thousand percent. I think we're going to really dive in. I feel it. Let's try to keep the next segment COVID-free we have the always exciting Manscaped read coming up. There are 10 games in the National Hockey League tonight. Have a little bit of an update here on Mark Shifley. We'll preview all these big NHL games when we come back. And Peter Labardius is on the way, too. We're broadcasting live from the Sheraton Eau Claire Market Suites in lovely downtown Calgary. You're watching on the Game Plus television network, available all across Alberta on Telus Optic TV cable systems. You're also watching on YouTube and Facebook and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. We continue live from Calgary, Alberta. Flames game day, but they're at Detroit. 
Oilers on the road, too, at Arizona, which we're just about to dig into. But I cannot tell you how wonderfully that we've been treated here in uh, Cowtown over the past two. Like, I loved it. It's been fantastic, and I appreciate it, especially FMC Group for uh, bringing me here to speak to them Wednesday night on football and hockey stories, mental health, and agriculture out here in the breadbasket. I'm going to get to more of your viewer comments in a moment, but first, guess what, fellas? The boys are buzzing because hockey's back. You know what else is buzzing? The Lawnmower 4.0 from our friends at Manscaped. They're the global leaders in male grooming, trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. And you're looking at two of them. One here and the other one about to join me. Don't get chirped this year for having a jumbo Joe Bush below the waist. Join the Manscaped movement for all your hairiest grooming needs. And also get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code RP20 at manscaped.com. I can tell you, and Darren the Moose DuPont, you can bring him on, we'll attest. The crew at Manscaped loves us, and they love the Rod Peterson Show viewers because you guys have stepped up and rallied to the cause. Again, RP20 at manscaped.com gets you 20% off plus free shipping. The world leader in grooming. Said I'm going to do my best, Moose, to keep this block two COVID-free. And I love the fact that a lot of our longtime viewers have rallied to the cause here. They're all joining us in the discussion. I'll just say one more from Jeff, the Stamps fan, regarding the CFL interest. He says, it will be interesting to see how the CFL does with playoffs in the middle of holiday season. And if I may, the Grey Cup is December 12th. I would not peg that as the middle of holiday season. I would peg December 25th as the middle of holiday season, or maybe some after that. CFL playoffs aren't in the middle of holiday season. That's my read on it. And Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, Washington, says, what's the lull you speak of? Every bomber game is totally riveting to me. Well, Darren's thinking, saying, speak outside yourself, Patrol Pete. Think outside yourself. He's talking about the rest of the country and look at the attendance at the games. It's not the buzz we normally would feel late October. And I'd love to see what the attendance will be for this game here Saturday night in Calgary. I have no idea what the pre-sale is. I think it should be the highest attended game in the CFL this season. Last I looked, though, they were predicting rain, and they're saying maybe 20,000. So it'll be worth tuning in for what you and I will be doing from Saskatoon. To the hockey that everybody's waiting for. Tonight, it's the San Jose Sharks at the Ottawa Senators. Colin McAnulty is watching in Ottawa right now, and he says, Brady Kachuk is in the Sens lineup tonight for the first time this season when the Sharks come to the Canadian Tire Center tonight. Is it proper to put the C on your future captain on the very night your last captain is in the building, Eric Carlson? But of course. Now, this might be a deep-rooted Ottawa thing, and I've never been an Ottawa citizen, but if you're putting the C on Brady, which incidentally they're not putting it on him just yet, are they? Um, Eric Carlson's return. Of all these 10 matchups, I'm not sure this is the sexiest, but it's one of them. And I wanted to talk about the other day, the contract that they signed Brady to. I I did write it down on whether or not he was overpaid. But, Darren, just talk about this game tonight. Sharks at Sens. This is a biggie. Yeah, an early early big game, right? Who's going to be in? Who's going to be out? I mean, these are two franchises in Ottawa and San Jose that need to take steps up forward this season. I think... There's more pressure on San Jose to win now than there is 
on Ottawa. Ottawa's got a really good young core. Kachuk is part of that. Stutzla. They've got a really good young core that they're developing. If they don't become a playoff team this year, it's not the end of the world. Yes, they need to take steps forward and show they're growing, but there's not as much urgency. But in San Jose, Eric Carlson still thinks he's one of the best players in the world, but he's not getting any younger. Brent Burns, still a really good player. Logan Couture, a good young play, a good player, but not a young player anymore. So you still have some of this older group, and it's much like what Drew Doughty and Anze Kopitar are going through in L.A. You know, for, for San Jose, it's like, look at if we're going to squeeze any more juice out of the lemon, it's got to happen now, or we got to move on. Same thing in L.A. So I think there's more urgency on San Jose to be a better hockey club this season than there is in Ottawa. Well, yes. But you know Ottawa expects to make the playoffs. And I couldn't remember off the top of my head what the deal was for Kachuk, but I knew that I had it written down. So it was $8 million a year. And, you know, I was watching our good friend Dave Poulin on uh, either insider trading or one of these things that TSN has. And he said the exact same thing that I said last week about this Kachuk deal. Overpay this guy, unless I've completely read the situation wrong, which I know I haven't, is a heart and soul player. He said future captain material. So unless something's changed since Friday, Colin, you tell me, are they putting the C on Brady Kachuk tonight? Um, They don't necessarily have to. I think we all know he's going to be. And let me just say this, Darren. I mean, look at what Mitch Marner's got. Is he captain material? I don't think so. You're paying for skill there. I would rather overpay on my goalies and my heart and soul guys that are good players, not role players. And I think I'd be a winning general manager. Where do you want to put your money as an NHL GM? That's, you know what, and that's what you you can do as an NHL general manager. You get to choose what's important to you, what you value. Everybody values something differently. And that's what makes it so much fun to sit back and build hockey teams is do you value a strong back end? Or you're, you want to put all your money in your top six forwards? Do you want to have balance throughout the lineup, right? I don't think you can go wrong by paying leaders and making sure you have good leaders. Um, your heart and soul guys. Guys who create culture. I think, you know, Brady Kachuk's a, a kid in, in, uh, in Ottawa who's going to create the culture of that team. And if you like what he brings, if you like that Brady Kachuk culture, then you got to pay for it. You're not paying for goals and assists as much. You're paying a bigger portion on that leadership and that culture, which I love that. So, yeah, I'm on board with it. I don't think, you know, when you look at Marner's production and Matthew's production and Dreisaitl and McDavid and, you know, points, you know, dollar per point and all that kind of stuff like that, it's not going to add up across the board. But those intangibles are where you fill in the gaps. Well, uh, producer Clark has told me that Peter Labardius has logged in. He's watching our discussion, and he'll be joining us after the break. Lou loves this discussion. And how we started at Lou, just so you know, it was the discussion of Brady Kachuk and is he worth $8 million a year? And I say absolutely because he is future captain material. By the way, regarding teams playing at the same time, two teams that you want to watch at the same time, Nick in the 403 writes this on the Prairie Mobile text line. He's watching on Game Plus Television out here on Telesoptic TV, and he says, Flames are on at 5.30, Oilers at 8. Can't wait to watch both games. There are six hours of your evening covered tonight. 
with the Battle of Alberta, just not against each other. So <clears throat> people are excited about that. We're talking about the uh, CFL. couple comments coming in there. CFL Mel, watching in Hamilton, says, I honestly believe the CFL will revisit talks with the XFL. I'm 100% behind that idea. Um, definitely a hard no on going down that road today. Wayne in Victoria, B.C., regarding the fact the CFL playoffs will be played in December. And the Grey Cup is, what did we say, December 12th, Moose? Yeah. Wayne says in Victoria, B.C., I believe that this year is an anomaly for the CFL since there's only 14 games and a December Grey Cup. It might be an anomaly, but anomalies don't pay the bills. When I said the other day that I was talking to a League forefather, I'm talking about a Hall of Fame guy. We're putting our heads together. I said, can you please tell me how this gate-driven league is paying the bills when the attendance is potentially at an all-time low? And he's like, I have no idea how they're doing it. No idea. So I guess these rich owners are just digging into their pockets more than they normally have to to keep the league afloat. That's all I can think. And as far as the XFL riding in to save the day, I don't even want to go down that road. Not not now. I think the CFL doesn't know what it's going to do. How the hell would we know what it's going to do? Um, anyways, any, what, what other game? Your Leafs aren't playing tonight, eh, Moose? They're not playing. No, but I was uh, reading Jason Greger's game notes ahead of the Oilers and the, uh, the Coyotes today, um, and it's pretty good. I mean, Carter Hutton's going to start. Miko Koskinen's going to start for Edmonton, but the power plays, he, he wanted to note the power plays. The Oilers' power play is 41.7% on the year early, and the Coyotes' penalty kill is just 42.9%. So he wonders if the, uh, by the end of the night if uh, Edmonton's power play will have a higher percentage than uh, Arizona's penalty kill by the end of the night tonight. Look at the talent on the two teams, and I feel terrible for Arizona. They, they'd have been last no matter what division they're going to be in, but they're in the tough central division now, moved over for this season. They are getting destroyed. What was it, 7-2 against the Blues the other night, and I think 8-2 against Columbus on opening night. I feel bad for Andre Tourignier. And that's another thing. You know, the coach that's on the hot seat the most, it's not Andre Tourignier. He has not even unpacked his bags yet in Phoenix. But I'm starting to think, Moose, that it's Jeremy Colleton. You weren't around for that discussion last hour. Chicago's Jeremy Colleton, the former Prince Albert Raider. The Blackhawks are 0-3-1. Granted, the Flower has the 50th best goals <laughs> against average. I didn't know there were 50 goalies in the National Hockey League. He's like at 5.32 GAA. I think Chicago's Jeremy Colleton is the ho- coach on the hot seat the most right now. That's very interesting. Very interesting. Because there's, you know, some... Maybe it's a lot of nostalgia, but you bring the you know the flower in, you get Seth Jones, and there's some expectations in Chicago now all of a sudden to take one more good oh, yeah. run with Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves. Moose, we'll see you back here for overtime, okay? Give Lou my best. Rob Swallow watching on YouTube. I'm going to throw this comment in before we break. Uh, Rob says, in the 90s, my grandpa had three TVs in his basement, two color, one black and white. We've always had the technology to watch more than one sporting event at once. Today, I use our TV, iPad, and my phone. So that's the thing. They're very upset in Winnipeg that the Jets and Bombers are playing at the same time uh, this weekend on Saturday. 
And I just think a year ago, we didn't have any sports at all. A little over a year ago. Let's just be happy that they're playing. Lou joins us next from right here in Calgary. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. From Calgary, Alberta, the Rod Peterson Show is on the air. It is episode number 596 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. It's a Calgary Flames game day, but they are on the road. And we've got plenty of things to uh, chat with Peter Labardius with, longtime Calgary Flames broadcaster. He joins us on video chat here today. Lou, always good to see you. Always great for the time. Clearly a lot of topics to get to, but if you don't mind... Flames at Detroit yeah. tonight looking for their first win. What's your preview of the game? What are you going to be looking for tonight? Well, the Flames have put 90 shots up, Roddy, in a couple of games and have only scored four times. Um, I think the process has been good. They've generated. They haven't generated as many high-quality opportunities as they would have liked. Um, even in the game in Edmonton on Saturday, I thought five on five, they did a really, really nice job. But the difference in both their games is they haven't been able to take full advantage of the time when they have been better than their opponent. So, you know, Detroit's off to a really nice start. Um, you know, Steve Eiserman's starting to work his magic a little bit. He's upgraded his defense, not just bringing in 20-year-old youngster more at Cider, but they added Nick Letty in the offseason. They added uh, Mark Stahl last year. So, you know, that area is so important, and Thomas Grice is playing lights out right now. So it uh, is a game that starts a five-game trip for the local guys, and they want to get off to a good start. You know, you heard us talking about where you allocate your money and that Brady Kachuk deal, mm -hmm. long-term deal at $8 million per season. You know, did they overpay in Ottawa for Brady? I don't believe that they did. I like those heart and soul captain type guys, but I think you like this debate. Where do you think the balance of your dollars should be spent um, when disseminating a salary cap? Well, Roddy, I don't know if I've said this on the show before, probably, because I repeat most things I find, but... Um, philosophically, here's how I look at things. I look at signing players a lot like I look at marriage. And that is, if you're going to sign somebody long-term and invest a lot, you better be prepared to invest a lot. And more often than not, you better get it right. And, you know, I, I'm always been big on leadership, intangibles, uh, I understand without great skill, you know, we always pay for skill. We don't always pay for what I would call the difference between losing and winning. And it's a hard balance and it's never changed. That's never really changed. And it doesn't even just apply to sport. So, you know, take Brady Kachuk for an example. I mean, um, different than Matthew, great skill set and there's just something incredibly infectious, Roddy, about Brady. You know, um, it, it's hard not to be around him. You can tell his teammates love him. 
like you, I'll be shocked if he's not the next captain of the Ottawa Senators. So um, I always think it's a lot of money for young people who are just getting their NHL careers started, but that's business of today. And, um, you know, I applaud Pierre Dorian and, and Ottawa and Eugene Melnick for making that investment. I think it's a good one. I really do. Hey, if the Calgary Flames had named a captain, I'm sure I'd have heard about it. Uh, are, the, are they going the whole year without, or what's what's happening there? I, I don't know if they're going the whole year, Roddy, but, you know, they're not in any hurry, and I don't think they should be in any hurry. You know, when you lose someone of the ilk of their longtime captain, Mark Giordano, um, you know, unless organically someone really, really steps up, I, I don't I don't think that there's a huge need. And frankly, um, I don't know about you, my friend, but, you know, a, a lot of attention is paid to who wears the C. And in the Canadian market, I'm, I'm not saying that it's not important. And and there's more that goes on in Canadian markets and maybe in any market, because, you know, you're in some ways um, the first voice to the media when things are good, when things are bad. You know, there's a lot of responsibility, but the Flames have a lot of veteran guys. Um, you know, Michael Backlund's had the longest tenure. Chris Tanev's been a great fit. You know, Monaghan is wearing an A. Kachuk's wearing an A. So uh, I don't think I don't think there's any hurry. And where this team is at right now, I think it's more leadership by committee anyway. Until the brass really feels like. Yep, that's our guy, and that's where we're going. I think every team's different, and I had a wonderful chat with Clark Gillies on this, guy who wore the C with the New York Islanders, but so too did Denny Potvin. And he said, uh, you know, on some teams, the captain's the guy that organizes team parties. You know what I mean? And on others, mm -hmm. it is the guy that you just said, addressing the media, standing up in the room. It's different on every team. Are you – Are you? I mean, Clark would know um, – are you of that belief that that C means different things with different franchises? I don't know if I think that's the case as much anymore. Um, and I think, Rod, where your team is makes a big difference. It's different in Canada. I truly believe that. You know, there's situations in the United States, obviously, um, that are under the same kind of pressure and scrutiny. But I think leadership in your room comes from a lot more places than just the guys that wear the C's and the A's. But it's interesting what you said, and, I, and I've heard that many times, obviously, from, from you know different players in different eras. But I think what's really, really important, Rod, in a lot of ways about your leadership is that person needs to be able in however they get it done to tie your whole group together. And when it's time to have the hard conversations, you have to have those. So, you know, if I was looking on any team that I'd be a part of, those are the qualities that I'd be looking for first and foremost. Hey, Lou, we got a few minutes left. My passion and yours yeah. are the same. Junior hockey. Uh, Winnipeg Ice moved up to, what did we say, number two in Canada. They thumped the Warriors mm -hmm. last night. God's team. God's team. The Regina Pats have lost five in a row. They got the Blades Friday night. Uh, I'll be calling the game with Moose. 
How much are you keeping an eye on the on the dub happenings? Well, I always do, Roddy. I go through every summary, every single night. Um, you know, yesterday, spent the day in Red Deer watching the Western Hockey League Cup, which is interesting even more so this year because generally these players from Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, and BC have already been drafted, but because of the pandemic, that draft doesn't take place for this age group until December. And uh, so, again, it's never going to change for me. I say it all the time. The Western Hockey League isn't a league. For me, it's like family. It really is, and I'll care about it until the day I leave the earth. And, you know, I, I try my best to get to as many games as I can, to, to follow it as closely as I possibly can. And even yesterday, it was just, it was so great to be up there and needless to say, every team is well, well represented at that event, see familiar faces and long time relationships with people. So I love it. It's uh, it, it's in the blood and it sure as heck isn't going anywhere anytime soon. It's very, very special. Are you going to get a chance to see Bedard when he rolls through town? I think I will. I think I will. I just missed him in Winnipeg in the preseason. Regina came in the next night, so that was somewhat unfortunate. Um, I still haven't seen him, unfortunately, yet in person. It still hasn't happened. I've obviously watched him, you know, a ton on video and and watched every single second of the world under 18. Um, I can't wait. But, Rod, the other thing about the Western League this year and, and somebody will challenge me, and, and maybe we don't have to go back even very far when you think about, you know, the 2001 birthdays with Kirby Doc and Dylan Cousins and Bowen Byram. Um, that was a really good crop. But this 16-year-old crop in the Western Hockey League right now, it's, it's, as you know, you're closer to it than I am. It's exciting. It's, it's really, <laughs> really exciting. And way more than just Connor, who's obviously the cream of the crop oh yeah i hope that people uh <laughs> start to pay attention and get their tickets because as you say you haven't seen bedard live these kids are way better live absolutely lou have a great call yeah, tonight and, my friend and, always appreciate the time okay pal and quickly why not pay 25 dollars when in two years from now you're going to pay 10 times that have a great day thanks for having me Roddy. be well perfect toodaloo Peter Labardius joining us here in Cowtown Flames game day. By the way, on that game last night, the Winnipeg Ice overwhelmed the Warriors, annihilating them 10-2 at Wayne Fleming Arena in Winnipeg. The Ice stayed, uh, sorry, the Warriors stayed in the game through two periods, but the Ice erupted with seven unanswered goals in the third period to take the decisive victory. Cole Muir had two goals and two assists for the Ice, who are 8-0 to start the season. Moose joins us next for overtime. There's some news coming out of the CFL that I'll get to. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. One last time from Cowtown, it's the RP Show. Big thank you to the Sheraton Eau Claire Market and Suites for uh, putting us up, allowing us to host a show here. 
and to FMC Group for bringing me in to speak to their sales crew last night at the Salt Lick Steakhouse. It was amazing. Made a lot of new friends. Uh, the the moose is here. Uh, there's an announcement this morning from the CFL, Darren. I'm just going to here in overtime read it. I'm not really sure what it means, but I'm dumb. And what I mean by that is the ramifications of it. The CFL announced this morning eight of its nine teams have met the 85% full vaccinated threshold for COVID-19. There was no immediate indication regarding the one team yet to reach the threshold. But the CFL anticipates 93% of current players will be fully vaccinated by October 31st based on upcoming scheduled vaccination dates. Does this mean much really when... It was a statement, I believe, from the league that said unvaccinated players will not be allowed to participate in the CFL playoffs. Like, I don't care about the rates anymore. Basically, it's got to be 100% or you're not playing. 75%, 85%, 95% doesn't matter. If you're not vaccinated, you're not going. Or the team has to make alternate travel arrangements, right? So, you know, I'm not looking forward to being Saskatchewan, Calgary, B.C., if for some reason we're in a crossover situation, right? And you got to go to Hamilton or Toronto on a bus. Like, this is literally going down the road. We're going to practice for two hours in this field, get back on the bus, drive for four more hours, get off. Like, you really, it's, that, that's a home, home field advantage in a big, big way. For sure. And I would say if you're not vaccinated, why not? Just to a CFL player, not Joe Blow on the street. Um, They're not letting it die in Winnipeg, by the way, on the Jets' bombers playing at the same time on Saturday, just so you know. From Randy in the 204, he says, I remember the days you went to an afternoon bomber game, walked across Maroons Road, and went to a Jets game. Great times. Sure, but of course, those were back-to-back. We're talking about them playing at the exact same time. And I just don't, I don't get the problem. Tacona Powley writes in and he says, Rod, it's not so much about people at home watching on TV. It's more about season ticket holders who support both or corporate sponsors having to choose between two games, giveaway tickets, etc. Listen, dude, I get it. Been in sports my whole entire life. I understand the conundrum that you're dealing with. Unless there's something that I'm completely missing. Get over it. And maybe if I was a Winnipeg or the season ticket holder of both teams, I, I would have a far bigger issue with it. I don't know. Pick one, go to the game, watch the highlights of the other. Darren, what am I what am I missing? Yeah, I mean, I love that the fans are upset about it because it means that they want to be at both. And the ones that are actually going to both, I feel bad for. You know, the one thing you don't want in this situation is for both teams to have their attendance suffer because of this. You get a half-full stadium, the football game in a half-full stadium in the hockey rink. And is Winnipeg a big enough market to, to support them both happening at the same time? Should be. Should be. They're both, you know, exciting teams. I mean, obviously, the Blue Bombers are the class of the Canadian Football League. So there's a ton of interest. And the Jets, although they're tough start, there's high expectations and star power on the Jets, so ton of interest there. They both should be able to survive, and it's just a, it's a tough decision that, yeah, unfortunately, we wish you didn't have to make in Winnipeg, but you do. And it's kind of like having two really great goaltenders. It's a good problem to have because if this guy isn't playing well, you've got another good, like, you've got choices. We didn't have choices two years ago. 
the general in Calgary writes in and he says, it happens in Calgary and we don't complain. <laughs> I'm sure it does. I'm just I'm missing something. From Dar on YouTube. Correct. Get over it. You just said it best. Uh, summer of 2020, we had no sports for four months. Yeah. Please get over it. Where's Monty when you need him? And by the way, speaking of Saskatoon, which was where Monty, one of our P1s, resides. Now's the time, Moose, to tell our viewers in the three minutes we have left what we got planned for Friday on the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, I feel like I'm not going to get a lot of screen time tomorrow because it'll be full of guests. We're going to Saskatoon. We've been invited up there by the university. I love that place. I love the people there. Um, and we're going to get to watch some sports, too, which is exciting. We'll watch the football game, see some hockey. Um, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. We're going to talk to Mike Babcock, Scott Flory, some others. And I believe we're going to be inside Merlis Belcher Arena. So I'm really looking forward to it. Home of the Huskies men's hockey team. And uh, so that's the thing. People wondering where we're going, what we're doing. We had the invitation to come to Calgary and bring the show. Now we've got the invitation to go to Saskatoon, and that's what we'll be doing on Friday on a Flame Tech Football Friday. Uh, and if you didn't hear it the first time, Mike Babcock will be on Darren's microphone in hour one. I believe Scott Flory in hour two. A couple Huskies sports coaches joining us live from Saskatoon for a Flame Tech Football Friday. It's going to be fantastic. Anything else, Moose, before I see you tonight at the airport? No, uh, I'll see you then. Uh, we'll hustle back, watch the uh, the end of the Oiler game, probably the last half of it. It's going to be a great night of hockey. Let's go. Absolutely. I've had a lot of invitations to stay for the Rough Riders and the Stampeders, but we'll have to uh, settle for watching that on television because Calgary, it's been great. We'll see you next time, but we're off to Saskatoon. Thanks to Lou and Arash, and we'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern right here on the RP Show. Are we brainless? Yes. Yes. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.